On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we are cracking open a giant mailbag. Yes, an all-mailbag episode. We are answering your questions about football, about recruiting, about a transfer, and then a bunch of silly stuff at the end as well. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, December 10th. The year is 2020 and we are not talking about Michigan State playing Virginia in basketball because that game did not happen. I am your host, Will Hunter, <laughs> joined by my carrying a giant sack of male co-host Matt Sheehan. Yep, that's right, baby. We are back cracking open this big old bag of mail and... uh well, the first question I have, uh, we're already going to cut against your grain because you said, oh, we got some funny, not serious questions at the end. Oh, <laughs> not if you're looking at the sheet of questions in front of me, Will. We might be <laughs> kicking this party off with one very, very exciting hypothetical. Well, we'll look forward to that in just a minute. That is uh, the plan for today's show. Mailbag, all three segments. We've got uh, some recruiting questions, transfer portal stuff, uh, basketball, football, and then, like I mentioned, some... Uh, Less Michigan State-specific questions as well. A ton of questions were submitted, so thanks so much to everyone for doing that. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Check out spartanswill.substack.com. I've got an interview up with the Land Grant Trophy, the greatest rivalry trophy in the history of sports, a Q&A session with the trophy it's actually that I'm not, it's not just me going back and forth. These are questions I emailed out and had sent back to me in response. So go check that out. Spartanswill.substack.com. It's a free post too. It's about time you start doing like hard hitting stuff. Yeah. It's about time. All right. There we go. <laughs> switch things up a bit. Also, um, great response. Thank you to everyone who's sent me uh, money to buy treats for the people at home field apparel. Uh, it has been awesome to see. I've got, I think it's like $125 at last check, um, which is fantastic. And we are going to help them get through these late nights for the next couple of weeks because it is a grind. Anyone who's worked retail or anything like that, customers serve like filling orders during the Christmas season. It's a nightmare. It's awful. Uh, and anything we can do to help them is awesome because they, they've, taking care of us. So we're going to take care of them at will-hunter, W-I-L-hunter on Venmo if you want to chip in as well. And I am also like, say you send me five bucks, I'll give you a free month to the newsletter, uh, sort of comp you. So whatever you want to donate Venmo wise, send me a screenshot uh, of that. And then whatever the amount is, I will comp you to the newsletter that uh, corroborating amount of time, depending on how much you send. So little incentive. I don't have much to give, but I can give that. Uh, and it's not, I don't know, the worst thing. Anyway, Matt, Will. let's crack open this mailbag. Let's do it, baby. All right. Question number one comes from Dougie D. Great fan. She's a great person in general. Tutter. All right, Will, I'm going to set the stage for you right now. You need to gain one yard and the only running backs you have are Steven Izzo and Foster <laughs> Lawyer. Will, who are you sending into this game? Who are you throwing into the fire, baby? We got a goal line package. It is fourth and goal at the one yard line. You got Izzo or Lawyer. Who are you sending out there? Okay, so 
I got my Th- answer. This is unfair for Foster Lawyer. Um, on the basketball court, he looks tiny compared to everyone mm-hmm. else. Sure. If you add 15 pounds to him, he is the average size of a Big Ten running back. Like, nah, that's not just, too far off. He yeah. just needs a little <laughs> bit more bulk. If he was a football player, he would be the same size as almost everyone on the field. Like, so Steven Izzo is like five foot six, 130 pounds. Foster Lawyer is like 5'10", 5'10 and a half, mm-hmm. somewhere around 175 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't even a question. It's Foster Lawyer. Steven Izzo is like you no, and I. Not. Foster Lawyer is a Division One scholarship athlete. I'm going with the Division One scholarship athlete. Tell me why I'm wrong. So, yeah, Foster Lawyer on the roster is listed as six feet tall. I was fortunate to meet him for a quick second last mm-hmm. year. That is not a six foot tall person. No, I'm very sorry. Unless he, you know what? No, if he's six feet, that means I'm six feet too. So I'll take it. <laughs> no, um, he's five ten ish. Steve Izzo is listed as five eight on the roster, and if you're five eight <laughs> on a roster, that means you're probably closer to the five five range. Well, I saw Darren Sproles have a just budding NFL okay. career as a resident uh, short guy. Just he just gets lost in the field out there. You can easily, easily just sneak it yeah, through the cracks of the offensive line. Put up the six points. Steven Izzo, thank you for your touch on that. So I'm going to go with You well. know, Darren Sproles weighed like 210 pounds. Uh, that's why I left a little tidbit out because that would shoot his my argument legs, straight down. His legs were oak trees. That man it was a yeah. freak of nature. Oh, Just, 80% of his body weight was in his legs. Was a yeah. monster. <laughs> Absolute know. ruiner of souls. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. I love Darren Sproles so much. But, okay. Sure. You All can right. hide Steven Izzo. Run a fumble ruski. I'm with it. See? Yeah. All right. Now, let's get into a more serious uh, question. That wasn't serious? serious. Uh, Well, a little more serious. Like, we're ratcheting up even the seriousness on top of that. Uh, This is from Stan Shook or Stan Shock. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I screwed up your name. Uh, S-H, it's tough because we know Matt Shook. It looks like Shock. Mm -hmm. Go on. Great guy. Great listener. Uh, I talk to him quite often on Twitter. He's a very active uh, listener, which we absolutely love to see. I know linebackers are lacking, but the defense Mm. in general is not bad. What is the offensive recruit slash transfer that is needed the most, though? Uh, Or is it just as simple as quarterback? So I guess what position group on offense is going to be the most highly sought after on the transfer market if you are on the Michigan State coaching staff? I think they really need to add a quality tight end. I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. Um. As I wrote about, the offensive line is getting better, and I don't know if they'll ever be a great unit. It's a little bit, uh, you know, like Luke Campbell being hurt doesn't help because, like, Luke Campbell's a good player. He was probably their best lineman when he was healthy last year. We don't know about Dobbs. I think he's been hurt too, but, you know, we've seen 17 snaps of him. We have no idea anything other than he had a nice recruiting pedigree. Um I think with what they've got on the line in terms of like Samex getting there, Duplain's getting there, um, Carrick has gotten a lot better. Buter's had some moments when he's been healthy. We feel okay about the tackles. There's a couple younger guys too in the line, and I like some of the recruits they're bringing in on the line. Not that I don't like Cam Allen, uh, but I think you know for next year that the lines coming, running back if Estime ends up on campus. You've got him and Simmons. You feel pretty darn good about that. We know the receivers. And then it's quarterback or tight end. And honestly, you know, I think Peyton Thorne can do enough to, like, get by if he ends up being the option. It depends. You know, if if it's not a good last couple of weeks and Thorne is just like, yeah, this isn't going to work, and you're like, true freshman Hamp Faye, 
then yeah, probably quarterback. But honestly, if they could get a good tight end who could block and be just like an adequate receiver, they could run the ball pretty darn well next year considering the running the two running backs they'll have and the steps the offensive line has made. And if they have, you know, an athletic mobile Peyton Thorne at quarterback, they could really have a nice rushing attack next year. They just need someone at tight end. Do you remember, I, this would happen like in the 90s, I think. It'd be these shows where they were like uh, shopping sweepstakes for kids and they would get a shopping cart mm-hmm. and it'd be nothing but a toy store in front of them and they'd have like a minute and a half to fill that cart yes, up with as much stuff as possible. Some people were methodic and they just really went out into the aisles and picked what they needed. Some kids were just menaces and if anything even looks somewhat shiny, <laughs> they threw bam. 15 of them in the cart. That is what I think is going to happen in this recruiting trail with Mel Tucker. Like, it, and the portal? It, yeah, tight end is definitely going to be at the top. I think offensive linemen still. But honestly, any position group, if, if you just look somewhat competent at your position, you, you might be able to do something here. You're going right in the shopping cart. Like, I think that's going to be the way that Mel Tucker handles this uh, transfer portal yeah, this season. And, and it's they, just like no position group is safe. They are going to go after uh, a quarterback in the portal. Like, they already are. And we I think there's a question about that coming up. There will be a new scholarship quarterback on this team next year who is not Hamfey. I, I feel very confident saying that. So I, I think they're going to address a lot of stuff through the portal. Sure. Actually, I want to just slide that question up right now. Uh, this is from Big Kevin on Twitter. Uh, of all three transfer quarterbacks on the market, who's the most realistic to get from MSU? So it's Mackenzie Milton, uh, Dwan Mathis, and of course, I'm forgetting the guy's name from Temple. Anthony Russo. Thank you so much. Appreciate so, that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Of those three, and those are the three that have caught like the most attention, although Garrett mm-hmm. Schrader's another one at Mississippi State who's on the market. Um, James Foster, former four-star who's at Texas A&M. Quincy Patterson, mm-hmm. four-star Virginia Tech. Um, I'm just going through the portal here right now. So there's a number of like good, highly ranked guys in the portal right now, and I think there'll be even – I don't think. I know there will be even more. <laughs> Yeah. Um, once uh, the the season ends and guys start hitting the portal, I don't think they're gonna try to get Milton. They're gonna make an effort. I think he's probably and rightfully so number one on the board for them in terms of all the guys. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like he's healthy. He was healthy enough to like, hey, Mackenzie Milton might actually play. But Taylor Gabriel ended up playing for UCF. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. If that's the case. That's the guy everyone's going to want who needs a quarterback. Uh, you're going to have some real competition for him. Right now, FSU has the crystal balls to land him. Uh, that's going to be a tough one to beat. You know, he's familiar with the state playing for FSU. They need a quarterback. Don't go there, dude. Keep your leg on your body, dude. Don't go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you doing at Florida State? Um, they haven't had an offensive line in 10 years. What are you the, talking about? The uh, Nebraska connection is obvious for him. Right. So I, I with Scott Frost, uh, I, I think Milton's probably not going to end up happening. Probably Dwan Mathis is the most realistic one they could get. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's the route they go because you're bringing in another freshman who he would still be a redshirt freshman next year because this year didn't count. Then you've got redshirt freshman Peyton Thorne, redshirt freshman Dwan Mathis, technically like true freshman Noah Kim, and then true, true freshman Hamp Fay. That's kind of a mess. Um, they may, you know, go that route, but I think, you know, Anthony Russo is someone they're pursuing who's an older guy who would be a bridge starter. And if they feel like the answer isn't on the roster right now, but they feel really strong about Hamp Fay, then a bridge might make the most sense. So they could, they're definitely in contact, like recruiting him. 
Um, so that would probably be the most likely one of those three right now to end up at MSU, but it's such a fluid situation because the portal's going to expand soon. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I think high on their wish list would be Anthony Brusso, but I think in the probability list, yeah, it's going to be Mathis, just like you're saying. Um, so that's where I'm at. All right, come to a... Yeah, we got to do a break, a and then we'll come back and go through some of these more quickly. But first, a word from Coors Light. <laughs> These days, it seems like life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then, it's important to stop and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a cold, delicious Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment that is made to chill. Matt? Well. Did you, I don't know, we, we can't, no. you didn't drown your sorrows in Coors Light, because that's no, not what you I do with didn't. Coors Light. I, I instead just made tacos tonight. It, yeah. was, it was either going to be Coors Light for dinner or tacos for dinner, and when there's no game on, well, his tacos, unfortunately, so. Well, 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 well. Coors Light, when Michigan State hits the field this Saturday yeah, to right. fight for the greatest trophy in the history of sports, damn right! you better have a Coors Light by your side. It is the best beer for watching your team. It is the best beer for chilling out. It's literally made to chill. Cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Literally made to chill, Matt. Absolutely, well. And that's why it's the beer we choose when we need to unwind. So when you hit the reset button, reach for the beer that is made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Join us on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Spartans, where we will talk about Matt's crying baby. He just pops off same time every night, man. Dude, he was sleeping for 30 straight minutes before this. We thought we had him in bed, and now here, here we are. Here we are, Will. He is consistent as can get. All right, Matt, next question. All right, so this is going to be another one for you, Will, because you are more uh, well-spoken on this topic. Uh, this is from Steven Slentz. Uh, besides the cool-named brothers, are there any surprise recruits we should get overly excited for? This upcoming class, just as a reminder, early signing day is next week. Yep, sixteenth, December sixteenth. I'm sorry. Well, a week from a week from as we're recording. Sorry, recording yeah. Week yeah. from Wednesday. Matt, say their last name. No, I just, oh no! I threw the slip away. Uh, no. Noi awa awa. Noi teote teote. I'll give myself twenty percent credit. Noi teote. Noi to it. It's tough. It's a tough name. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's some names definitely to look out for um, in the early signing period. You know, Josh Moore is someone who I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to end up signing in the early period. He just decommitted from USC um, and Michigan State has been after him. He's a kid from Georgia who is an 88 force or high high three star. Uh, prospect. He's a name maybe to keep an eye on. We'll see how that, like, the next week or so. It's always tough to know with um, kids who decommit late. Like, oh, are they going to sign right now? Or, like, what's going on? Uh, Keon Coleman is a name we all are pretty familiar with. Two-sport athlete. Was committed to Kansas for a minute. Um, Four-star kid receiver from Louisiana. He's not signing until February, but he's a name that Michigan State is absolutely still in on, and, and he could end up being sort of a, a nice prized receiver that they get here. Uh, Armand Scott just decommitted from Kentucky. He's a receiver from Ohio with a Michigan State offer. He's the one he decommitted, Michael Gravely, the MSU safety yes. commit, uh, tweeted out, hey, go show my guy some love. Uh, I'm not sure how much the pursuit is there, but they had offered him 
and it seems like it would make sense that there would be some mutual interest there. Uh, let me close this out. I'm not sure if they're still going after, uh, where the hell is his name? I just had it in front of me, Matt. Uh, no, no. Da, 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 da. There he is. Yeah, Andrew Wilson Lamp is a receiver that's been committed to West Virginia for a long time that they've been trying to flip. Um, I don't know if there's been any progress there. I don't think so. So maybe stuff him down lower in the list. Devon Townley's a name to keep an eye on. Uh, he's defensive end out of Minnesota. Um, Crystal ball right now is Minnesota. There's only one. It's kind of like he's been trying to get to MSU for a visit forever. He hasn't committed, so he might be another one that waits till February. He's a composite four-star, um, one of the top players in Minnesota, really good defensive end. Seems like Michigan State, Minnesota, and Penn State are kind of the teams to look out for there. Um, I think wow. the besides Ma'a, Mm-hmm. Leading up to this early signing period, I'm not expecting a ton of drama for Michigan State or a ton of, like, Rayshon Benny's not going to sign, Gino Vandemark's not going to sign, and Audric Estime aren't going to sign, isn't going to sign. Vandemark and Benny are, are solid right now, and Estime's the one that's like, well, if Notre Dame offers, they might lose them. So outside of that, everyone else is going to sign, and I'm not sure besides Ma'a that any surprise signing is going to be happening in MSU's favor on mm-hmm. the early signing period. We might have to wait till February and say they, what are they at, 19, right? I think they got 19 commits if 16 sign and then 17 with Ma'a. You know, there's going to be seven, eight more guys that sign probably in February. So it's going to be a, a process that's going to play out and take some time uh, for this. I mentioned Josh Moore. Oh, um, the Penn State kids from Detroit. I'm not sure about Jamari Budden or the King Twins, um, but I know that Jalen Reed, who it was pretty much between MSU and Penn State when he committed, and it was right after uh, D'Antonio got let go and right after t- or didn't get let go, resigned. Um, and right after they brought on Tucker, it was just probably like, yeah, I'm going to go with Penn State because that seems more solid and it's a great place. There's still mutual interest there and they've been trying to flip him. There's been rumors that maybe there's a chance, but that's, I guess, another name to look out for. Maybe see if he signs in the early period. I haven't seen anything uh, from him. Michael Mislinski is another one. Um, he's the kid, the center who committed to Texas over uh, Michigan State. Uh, it was a few months ago, but things are kind of hairy in Texas right now. So I, I think the rumor is that he's not going to be signing with Texas right now, but might still um, in February. So I guess that's a name to keep an eye on down the road as well. Well said. And obviously Iowa too, you got to keep your eye on up for them because they were pretty... Uh, pretty in the, in the thick of that race mm-hmm. for, uh, for, for old Mike down there. Um, yeah, I have nothing to add on top of that. That was definitely uh, absolutely detailed. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, the main thing it, is I'm, I'm just not expecting any like, Whoa, how'd they flip this guy next week? If they do, yeah, if they it. do, it'll be in the months between now and, and February 3rd or whatever the, the day is. Right on. Um, to switch sports here, to head over to basketball. And this has a recruiting angle to it. I would say, uh, Kenneth Roberts asked, 
Thoughts on the Imani Jaden Akins thing. Now, for those whose lives don't uh, circle around high school basketball and the behavior of teenagers like ours does, uh, because that's what you get when you're a Michigan State basketball nut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imani Bates, Jaden Akins uh, at Yipsy Prep. Well, that didn't really last all too long because Jaden Akins is now, uh, is it reportedly off the team or just straight up off the team now? I haven't seen any like confirmation, but someone just transferred to Yipsy Prep and someone I tweeted like, "Oh, there's Aiken's replacement or whatever." So I think it's official, but it's yeah. you know it's prep school basketball, so there's not really reporting around it that much. And of course, rumor has it that uh, well, one camp didn't like another kid, so the other one got kicked out. You could make your own conclusions there with those very vague. Well, you could say, uh, yeah. The ins- rumor is that Bates and Aikens didn't like each other were fighting over who got the ball more passing or whatever and Imani's dad who's the coach kicked out Jaden Aikens like that's the rumor that's what everyone's going off of we don't know if it's true but that's what everyone's going off of and listen I'm not going to go to like some grand sweeping conclusion right now because nothing has happened yet but yeah I, I do think it is something that you should absolutely keep our eyes on it's something that we shouldn't just you know be like oh Hey, they're just high schoolers. Uh, this is what high schoolers do. Like, no, this isn't just high schoolers. This is a generational prospect who has been known as, like, the asset of the whole Bates Foundation uh, since he was in, what, sixth grade, I would say. Like, they, they know mm-hmm. what they have on their hands. They are going to treat him like they would Lonzo Ball or LaMelo Ball. And honestly, why not? He's pretty good, of course. I would build a, fa- a factory around him as well. Jaden Akins, once again, he's a very highly touted recruit. Like, yeah, I, I this isn't just like your normal like lunch table. Oh, two friends get in an argument and now they're just buddies over slurpees at 7-Eleven later. Like, no, this is pretty much a business for these kids right now. I know they're a junior and senior in high school, but uh, this it's kind of sticky. And yeah, you, you come into MSU if both of them do with bad blood. Like, I, I don't know how much I want to see a broken locker room here, especially if it's already this fragile where you can't even stay on the same prep team for a month before giving one the boot. Like, yeah, I, th- I think that's a little serious. I think that's a little more than just like, oh, kids are being kids. No, 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 no. There's adults, there's politics, there's actual money at stake for these kids. Like, there's there's a lot more going on than just your mm-hmm. usual high school beef here, man. So, no, I'm, I'm not jazzed by it uh, whatsoever. It is, so, you can't wait to follow this uh, in the future. It is also a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. They might, you know, if they get sorted out, I wouldn't be shocked, right? But again, it may not because, like you said, there's a lot of different angles at play here. All right, we'll be right back with the final handful of questions from the mailbag. Maybe we'll make it just like a little extra long. We can go long with it. It's the last segment. We just got to get our reads in. First, a word from Home Field Apparel, the fine folks at Home Field. Matt. The best. Sorry, you caught me when I was. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm I'm always great with that timing. (laughs) Behind the curtain, Matt just got disconnected for a second, and I'm gonna have to go back and edit out a minute of the show where we were disconnected. I thought it happened again. Home field makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel, and they are the absolute best. Great story, great success story. Couldn't be happier for him, and love having them as a part of the podcast. What they do, they go through old programs, yearbooks, they talk to schools, and they find cool, unique, vintage logos, and they put them on shirts. It's a simple concept, and these things are awesome, Matt. Absolutely, well, so comfortable, too. 
they are fantastically comfortable. They make apparel for schools of all sizes. Like they've got Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope. Fire up Dutch. As well as, you know, big schools, Michigan State. They've got a ton of schools. Just go check out their roster. You will find you could peruse their site forever and just yes. find a dozen at least shirts that you just absolutely have to have. And uh, they got their vintage Michigan State line, which came out in August, and we are huge fans of it. Go check it all out, homefieldapparel.com, and you'll get 20% off your first purchase with the promo code ONSPARTANS. That's one word, ONSPARTANS, homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS, for 20% off your first purchase. The wait is almost over. The 2020-2021 NBA season is almost here, and the Lockdown NBA podcast will get you ready with a special week of shows beginning December 14th. Get previews of every team, division by division, from all 30 of our local Locked On experts, including Matt Shook of Locked On Pistons, plus waiver wire editions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, rookies to watch from Chad Ford, and predictions on each division from rejecting the screen. Subscribe to Locked On NBA wherever you get podcasts, Matt. Let's get back to the mailbag. This is from Maddie Meh on Twitter. Uh, What have you become? What have you become? I don't know, Matt. Why does yeah. he? Why does he ask questions like this? I don't know. It, it really hits hard, though. Um, Here, you know what? I got an answer for you. Yeah. Yeah. What if I become? Mm-hmm. Go for it. My sweetest friend. Wow, Every, that's deep. Everyone I know goes away in the end. Oh my goodness gracious! Let's get and back to you. Sports, could have <laughs> it all. My empire of dirt. I will let you down. I will make you hurt. Mailbag and karaoke. Dun, all dun, dun, what, what an episode we have for the dun, people today. Dun, dun. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs ever. It's it's yeah. just great. The greatest cover song in the history of cover songs. Don't at me. Okay. Fair Do you enough. have any idea what I just did? Not quite. No. What? That's okay. I'm, I'm just going to carry on. Kidding me? I, perhaps background music would help if, if if we had the the copyright uh, rights to that. But oh, no. What I, is your problem? Which one? I have a lot of them. What, you want me to go through all this right now? We only have so much time left in the pod. I mean, come and on. You could have it all. Oh yeah. Well, hit the high note next time. What are you doing? It's not a high note. There is no high note. Whatever. You, you know what I mean. Insert name here. He <laughs> wait, has actually. Wait. A... No, no. What's the name of the song and who sings it? I don't know. Just why? Just go on. <laughs> What's the name? Who is it? I, I I know I know what you're singing, but no, I don't know the name of the artist. The song is called "Hurt." It's originally by Nine Inch Nails. Johnny Cash covered it. Nice. Go on. Insert name here. Ask a smattering of questions. Uh, I'm gonna pick and choose here. I, we got one more like MSU one before we kind of get in like the sillier stuff here. Will and so he asked uh, seniors that come back, younger players that leave. I'm mm. sorry, I, I I feel like there's way too much in the air right now to even yeah. start speculating on that. So I'm going to skip to question number three. I'm sorry, answer name here. Uh, question number three though is interesting. Will Mel I do Tucker, think real quick? Yeah, there will be a, a good amount of seniors that don't have the option to come back. Yes, that's safe to say. Now who that is? Ah, yeah, who knows? Question three though, yes, is will Mel Tucker make any coaching changes? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And Not yet. I thought maybe, maybe, maybe since special teams kind of had a rough go at it, Ross Ells might. But then again, 
he's your guy that's bringing in Ma. So yeah, yeah. he's gonna be staying around here for a little bit. Uh, maybe if you recruit a, like that, you can stay. <laughs> maybe a shifting of roles from special teams, but sure. Also, um, MSU just doesn't have good punters right now, so that also plays. I mean, we we gotta. It's tough. We gotta gotta let it play out a little bit. I know special teams have been terrible. If Ross Ells is still the special teams coach next year, I'm not gonna lose my mind. Now, if halfway through the season, it's the exact same, and you've got your scholarship punter, and it's like, okay, why aren't we figuring this out? Then we could talk about it. Come join me and come lose your mind with me, Will. Yep, absolutely. Question number four, and I'm going to tie this in with another question, is uh, how's fatherhood treating you? And mm. also Anthony Garvert uh, asked best new fatherhood tip. Uh, Will, you've been a father for a few months. I've been a father for even shorter. So you are coming to the most well-seasoned dads uh, on this side of the internet, baby, mm-hmm. for this one. What do you got? Best fatherhood tip? Yeah. Um, don't have expectations. Got it. Oh, that's strong. Whatever you think it's going to be, it's not. And you'll just get frustrated. Like, okay, it's time for a nap. The kid's going to nap. And then 20 minutes later, it's just crying and not napping. You can't go in there with the expectation of like, this is going to happen because you have no idea any day when you get up what the day is going to be like. So just embrace sort of the chaotic nature of it. And That's it'll go me a lot whenever I record, Whenever we put the kid down for bed, it's time to turn the microphone on. And oh, oh great, he's <laughs> up and he wants to talk on the microphone too. That's great. <laughs> Um, I think mine is uh, do back workouts as much as you possibly can. My back is an absolute shambles uh, the last seven weeks. (laughs) And listen, I I knew that my body would be a little banged up here. But my God, my back is just crying uh, lately these days. So, yeah, get as many workouts in as you possibly can. If you don't have a kid yet or if you're still young enough in the fatherhood (laughs) game, just start any back workout possible. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. This is from uh, friend Ben Stevens of the Lockdown Big oh. Ten podcast. Yes, he has a very hard-hitting questions. Uh, we're kind of getting into the Dr. Phil realm here. There's a girl I really like, uh-huh. but she's a Michigan fan. Ah, nope. Any shot for us? Now, nope. I say no because, listen, what will happen? At, at the start, everything will seem great. It'll seem awesome. And there'll be so many people around you saying, like, how great everything is. Like, oh, wow, she's so good for you. Oh, no, I know the last few weren't as good, but no, this is the one. And then after a few weeks, it's like, I think I was lied to again. I think I was given just smoke and mirrors once again. And then, you know, you're about to meet her parents. Okay, you just met her parents. That didn't go well. Now it's time for her to meet your parents. And you know that's not going to go well. But guess what? 30 minutes away from her getting to the house, she gets a call. Or you get a call from her and she says, "Hun, I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling well. I'm not going to make it. I, I I can't do it." And then that's just that's just how the, the whole relationship goes. It just kind of ends there, and then you'll find someone else, and then it'll just all happen again. Just more smoke screens and friends telling you that everything's going to be okay and life's great, and it's just a lot of really cool. positive articles in the paper about your relationship just too. Tons of it, tons of it. But then just a just a. A questionable illness at the end gets you. I'm, I, that, this is, these are jokes, by the way. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I can have fun with this. Um, so, yeah, will it end up... Me? Ben, ben, you're such a great guy that how could it not work out with you, bud? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's my official answer on this. How about that? Okay. I actually love this next question, too. This is from Jackson on Twitter. What's the worst building on MSU's campus to have a class? My vote is Kedzie. Not sure why, but I have some awful experiences in there, can I can I just keep going and hijack this one more time? I'm sorry. Yeah, and I, I do have a quick answer, but go ahead. The worst class I uh, or the worst building I had a class was actually my very first college class. It was an wow. old hall 
no oh, air conditioning. It was yes. a 150 seat lecture hall. There's <laughs> yes. 180 kids and their kids literally sitting on the stairs. I'm taking notes in my notebook. Well, I kid you not, I am literally dripping sweat on my notebook. <laughs> like my pencil is going over sweat beads as I'm in old hall. These chairs also too, listen, I'm not a big guy. I was crammed in this seat. Absolutely crammed. Imagine if you were like a, a basketball player in old hall. So no, it's a hundred percent old hall for me. That what Wow, that was uh, miserable. That's that's pretty good. Um, the music building stunk. Oh, I have horrible memories there. Yeah, I took understanding music thinking yeah. it'd be a blow off. Oh my god, I got a one five. That 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 was not a blow off whatsoever. Horrible memories um, of that room. I actually liked Wells because the International Center's right there and it had Panda Express. Ah, bing yeah. bang. Um, <laughs> my least favorite was Brody. I had a class in Brody. Mm, okay. And I had to freaking walk to Brody twice a week and it just took me forever and I hated it. Sure. Just the walk alone yep. really got under your it, like it was a nice building, everything's fine. The class was stupid. It was an IAH. Hate those. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. I also, you know, I had one in Acre or no, yeah. No, it was Hubbard. I had one in Hubbard. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of, of like length. Uh but I lived in that direction i lived northeast of campus so that wasn't so bad that but helps. i can see yeah so going from the northeast side of campus all the way to uh brody was not my jam i used to live in hubbard and all my friends lived in brody and i would bike over there i swear i could have qualified for the tour de france <laughs> like within a month of being on campus man. So like, far, I, man. a lot of miles on the legs man a i lot walked of miles. uh the notre dame uh little giants night i walked someone from armstrong to acres that's a you're just a triathlete at that point yeah. especially after a football game too that's, yeah. that's a night impressive. game a night game it was like midnight and that's, that's why it was time. yeah that's why we walked because it was yeah whatever uh bill bagman beekman's burner on twitter <laughs> said a uh, girlfriend broke up with me says it's her not me your advice um I say you're damn right, it's her. You're yeah, damn that's right. right. That's yeah. exactly right. You're damn she right. She did not deserve her. you, champ. That's right. Yep. Get back out there. This is what I would do. Uh, Shut as up. a person who has never dated once because I've been with my wife since freshman year of high school. So this is what I would do. Wow. You, you download Tinder. You download Hinge. You download Bumble. You set the age range as wide as you possibly can. You set the radius from zero to 100 miles, and you let those fingers run, man. Just go, rebound city, baby. Let's go. I want to see you get more boards than Brandon Dawson did in his senior year. Swipe Let's right, go. Swipe Just right, rack it swipe up. Right. Say swipe right five times fast. Swipe right, swipe right. Swipe, uh, hmm. This is good. It's swipe okay. right, swipe right. I can't do it. It's, it's, it's swipe tough. Swipe right. Swipe right. There we All go. right. You got a couple more. Uh, I got like two more. Or no, one more. I'm sorry. Okay. WD, Jack Daniels, or Jim Beam? Um, Preferably neither because, you know, if I'm going to drink a brown liquor. It's going to be Fireball, right? Yeah. I see where you're going with this. I would like something a little nicer. Wow. <laughs> then the, the name brand. Wow. Will's things. calling everyone a plebeian here. Just no, I, <laughs> I don't drink Jack Daniels. I don't drink, I don't drink whiskey. I don't drink much like liquor. I prefer like if I'm going to drink, I have beer usually. Um, I don't really dip into the brown liquors much, but if I'm choosing between those two, it's Jack and it's not close. I think Jim Beam is terrible. I'm right with you. Yeah. It's not a cup of tea, but if I had no, to be forced yeah. to said cup of tea, I'm going to go Jack Daniels. Yeah. yeah. If it's, if will, you have to have a drink or I'm going to shoot you and you've got Jack and Jim <laughs> Beam in front of me. I'm taking Jack. I'm, yeah. Why not? I'm, Take the edge I'm, off before you get shot. Yeah. That's nice. 
I feel like he, um, and he, he won't mind me saying this, I feel like he's someone who just friggin' loves Jack. There we go. Yeah, hey. He just uh, seems like the type. Yeah. I appreciate uh, it. Though. I got I got one more question here. This sure. is from uh, MSU Go. Uh, his name kind of falls apart at the end. Okay. Uh, who is your choice for the next Lions head coach, and how hilarious would it uh, be if a certain JV program's uh, – hold on, I totally botched the end of that question. How hilarious would a certain JV program's fan meltdown be if they poached Carl Doral from Colorado? Um, first of all, hilarious. Second of all, why not? Robert Sala, I, although I feel bad for him, like he seems like a nice enough guy. I, I, I just bring back Jim Schwartz. He, he was kind of a prick. I, I, I have no problem seeing <laughs> him fail one more time in Detroit. Um, okay. I, that would be actually in, uh, I don't know. It's Durrell, right? Carl Durrell. Yeah. Or Doral. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming if he meant Michigan was to poach him, which would be outrageous. That'd be a great time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking, no, the Lions hire him, then Colorado loses him. Right. That's what he's saying. If the Lions hired him, I think he has connections with Biennemi. Sorry. When I read uh, certain JV programs fans, I, I, I saw, I read Michigan uh, when I saw a JV program. That's, that's how yeah. I got that mixed up. I'm pretty sure there is a connection between Eric Biennemi and, and, and him um turn it up let's go maybe they're on staff at ucla he's 2003 to 2005 at ucla and yeah so he was the enemy was durrell's running backs coach when durrell was the head coach at ucla yeah so if the lions hired the enemy and he wanted an oc he might be able to uh poach mr durrell from colorado which would be hilarious I, just like Salah, I would take the enemy too. Um, but I, I just feel so bad for the guy. Like it's, it's a no-win situation. I'm sorry if you're a Lions fan. Like listen to this podcast. I'm a Lions fan too. I just am grounded in reality and just I, I loathe everything that they do. And they should atone for all their ownership sins that they have created for themselves. So that's uh, that's kind of where I sit on it. There you go. Yeah, that's all right. right. Eat Arby's. All right, that's gonna do it for us here on Locked On <laughs> Spartans. What's is tomorrow Friday? Uh, allegedly, yeah, I guess. Oh my god. Penn know, State right? preview. Ooh. This this Virginia Michigan State basketball game getting canceled really screwed up my calendar. I, I, I'm all I, over the place. Buddy, I'm right with you. Yeah, seriously. All right, yeah. Michigan State, Penn State, we haven't talked enough about it. Land Grant Week is here. We will spend the show breaking uh, it down and then give you our big ten week. I know it should be. We can talk about that tomorrow. So right. that's what we're doing. Football preview tomorrow. I will tell you why Michigan State has a chance to beat the Penn State, whatever. <laughs> Ryan did a rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> you can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. Uh, go green, guys. Thanks for the mailbag questions. You guys are the best.